Well, and this is why a coach can be valuable because yeah. while you are the master and commander of your of your household economy, yeah. nobody that has a good business a command, if you're in the military, uh, it really organization functions super well without advisors, without consultants that are that are giving outside input that are less emotionally involved. Yeah. And this is really one of the huge benefits of being an unlimited member is that you have a team, not just me, of people that are speaking into and advising the commander. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I'm here with Jeremy, our head wealth coach. And with this series from the front lines, we're going to talk about case studies. We're going to talk about interactions. We're going to talk about experiences that we've had on the front lines. And a lot of you guys have been asking, and I think we can, I think we can learn so much from just the interaction. Um, and, and I know that many of you, I, we, we don't offer this because we have we have to keep people's information private. But if we had uh, a, a fly pass where people could be a fly on the wall and hear you <laughs> speak, I think I think there would be more than one person, more than one person that would sign up for that because you can learn so much from other people. And so I want you guys to know in this series, we are going to, everyone's going to remain anonymous, but we get so many, so many case studies that um, I, I want to share a couple with them. I haven't actually yeah. met some of these people and this is going to be, I'm going to learn as well. And it's really going to be a, a time where I get to interview you and kind of walk through and we just talk about this. And um, hopefully you can learn from this. If you're not driving, make sure to take notes. Make try, try, try to make sure that you can pick one thing from our interaction. So what I want to do before we jump in as we start the series um, is I want you to explain a little bit of Unlimited. Okay. And I want you to explain a little bit about the model because the model is the is the way that you interact with people. And on Unlimited, it, it constantly changes because people's lives change. Right. But you have a system, and, and it's, an, it's really our coaching program that we help in addition to helping people with all their needs as it relates to products. And so with that, welcome back to hey, Denver, thanks, and welcome back to the studio. It's always good to be here, man. Um, okay, so, so what is Unlimited? Uh, well, Unlimited first is an ever-evolving platform where we continue to expand our ability and capability to serve clients um, ac across the board. And we find, and we've done episodes here, that uh, the coaching, really that's what this is. This is a coaching platform that centers around finances, but our finances have a lot to do with our head and our heart. Yeah, um, totally. They can be subjects of, com or uh, not conversation, but <laughs> uh, argument. They yeah. can be uh, all sorts of things in our lives, but they are also a representation of what's going on in our head and our heart. Um, so the platform seeks to come alongside you and your family or your business and bring a third-party uh, perspective, an advisor, a counselor, a coach. Yeah, and that's why I'm a wealth coach. And we use the Better Wealth model, which is a cash flow ratio model, to analyze three very simple and yet profound aspects. One of those is what's coming in, so cash flow, income, what have you, and then what's being consumed and what's being saved. And these are the three elements of any household or business economy. Money is simple. It does two things. It's either gone, consumed, or it's saved or controlled for the future. And we look at the ratio between those two things, and that tells us a lot. I love it. And 
what a lot of people, a lot of people uh, that are in balance that are doing well, what's the, what's the one common thing that they all have in common? Uh, to a person that has a balanced model, they all track where every dollar goes every month. S some of them to an extremely anal degree. Um, mm. But they all, to a person, to a family, track where every dollar goes. It's going to be good. I, I wish that it was sexier than that, but literally knowing where your resources go is the bedrock of all of this. Yep. Also, we, we went through quickly just the, some of the people that we're going to be talking about. And you're gonna you're gonna see a theme here. Not everyone has to have that climb climbing Mount Everest story as it relates to their wealth. There's some people that are doing phenomenal job that that you wouldn't necessarily like know in looking in. I I remember interviewing the millionaire next door, the author on Dr. Bill Danko, and he he was talking about like the the premise of that is some people the, the millionaires, the people that are actually doing well, a lot of times you wouldn't know because they don't consume, they don't spend money on things just to impress people that they don't like a, a thousand percent um the the first kind of uh study that we're going to do uh, there's three elements to it that i think are really important and it's the power of consistency discipline and vision I like that and so i i would really highlight those three aspects here um we're, we're going to just call him mr smith is a single individual that has a great job likes what he does and has been consistent about tracking money and managing uh, really managing his cash flow but what that comes down to is consumption yeah. um and and this at first was a very um common case to start to start to to work with but his consistently consistency leading up to becoming an unlimited member and then what we've been able to do and um, model on into the future has given a lot of confidence to what he's already doing and we've been able to optimize his his model so that it becomes more impervious to things like a disability things like a death and one of the things that mr smith uh wants to do is give yeah, uh, th this That's is awesome. A, this is an ethic that he has, and we've been able to show with math that in a retirement period for him, he could actually give away a little bit more than twenty percent. Cool. Of all of his resources in life to to whatever he chooses to. That's awesome. That's which, awesome. Which is really cool. And um, one of the things that I will bring up is a lot of the advice out there. Um, a lot of the financial folks and minds and gurus will say, well, you need to save X amount of percent of your income, right? And it's 15, it's 10, yeah. it's five, it's, it's whatever that. It's always around number. Right. Ironically, <laughs> it's like, okay. Because it sounds good. Well, th this model, Mr. Smith's model is in balance to the degree that he wants it to be. And the percentage that he's saving, I'll get, just guess. I, it's probably over 20%. It's 41%, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and this is very, very revealing. Um, th this percentage and there is no a percentage. It's different for everybody. So I want to take a step back here because at the very outset of becoming an unlimited member, the beginning of the dialogue is all about what life do you want to live? Yep. And that starts with your why. Some people don't know what that means when we first talk. Some people can't articulate their why and that's okay. Some people are developing that out as they go. And again, that's okay. You love to say, if you don't know where you're going, pretty much any road's going to get you there. Yep. And so this is, this is the bedrock of Unlimited is 
the coaching, the consultation, the dialogue of what do you want, Caleb? What do you want, Mr. Smith? What do you want, Mrs. Smith? Because there's five things that keep you 98.6 and upright. The rest of it is kind of a want. I mean, think about that. Let that sink in. Mm -hmm. And if you start to analyze your choices for your model based off of is this a need or a want? Yeah. If it's a need, well, okay, do that. Because yep. it's going to keep you 98.6 and upright. If it's a want, then we have another set of questions. Right. Is this going to move the needle of my life in the direction that I want to be going or away from it? Yeah. When was the last time you asked yourself that about how many coffees you purchase or, or, or the car that you drive? Yeah. That's, that's intentional living. Yeah. That's being accountable for the choices and where your dollars go. Yeah. On, on a monthly basis. So can we, are we going to take a look at this person's model and, and talk about what, what they have going on? Yes. So essentially we're working off of about a $70,000 a year salary. Okay. Right. Okay. So great, great income, but not huge. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the, the limiting beliefs that I think a lot of people have is, Oh, I can never be financially free because I don't make a million dollars a year. And this is a perfect example of someone not making a million dollars a year that is crushing it when yeah. it comes to their money. And and the next key feature is no liabilities. Wow. Not so, even a, not a mortgage. So correct. So we we separate out separate out any sort of real estate debt from consumer debt. So okay. student loans, car loans, horse loans, RV loans, uh, anything like that. Credit cards, I think I said that. Um so no liabilities. There is no minimum yeah. monthly debt service that is in this model. And that's a powerful concept because all that can be directed towards the long term. if needed. Right. And, and what that also exposes is that this person is probably not spending money on things that they don't ha like that they don't need. Well, in your words, that they couldn't afford anyway. Yes. Yes. Right? And I love I love the way you say that because you break it down and you say, well, let's analyze this purchase. Could yeah. I buy this anyway? Yeah. And if you can't, don't. Right. There's. When it comes to purchasing, and, and I'm, I'm making this video because, or I'm, I'm saying this because I made a video a couple of weeks ago on how I bought a Tesla. And I think a lot of times people just assume, okay, you're going to buy a Tesla. And so what's the most efficient way to do that? And, and I actually said in the video that using a bank could be the most efficient way to make that purchase. Sure. But I also opened up the video by saying majority of people skip the most important step should you buy that. A lot of people are buying things like, is a mortgage good or bad? A mortgage could be terrible if you're in a house that you can't afford to live in. And by, by that result, it's, it's dragging you back. A, a car loan could be awful if you're driving a car that you shouldn't be driving. So debt sometimes is an enabler and can be a terrible thing. And so I just, again, I wish people would get that because it's, debt can be an amazing instrument once you make the decision on what you want to purchase. Yeah. But so many people are making the a decision on what they want to purchase based on debt being being a tool uh, and and in this case a tool to help them get further in debt well and this is why a coach can be valuable because yeah. while you are the master and commander of your of your household economy yeah I, nobody that has a good business uh, a command if you're in the military uh, a really organization functions super well without advisors without consultants that are that are giving outside input that are less emotionally involved yep. and this is really one of the huge benefits of being an unlimited member is that you have a team not just me of people that are speaking into and advising the commander yep. which i think is valuable so the next thing is we have a uh, a pretty cohesive set 
of investments, right? So there's cash on hand, okay? Yep. There's what we would call a reserve or an emergency fund in this particular uh, model. There's also, um, uh, there's also a 401k. Okay. Okay. Uh, that has a contribution from the employer, and then then there's there's an HSA, and then there's whole life insurance. Yep. Okay. Th those are pretty much um, what we've got here in the investment column, and I like this because it's cohesive, and Mr. Smith can tell you what each one of these tools is designed to do and what result it's designed to get in the overall architecture of this model. I like it. Right. So the HSA has a result. Yeah. Right. The 401k has a result. The whole life has a result. Right. That that it is being funded and being used appropriately in yeah. order to do. And in this case, it's it's more or less here to act as a volatility buffer yeah. and as a potential opportunity fund yeah. when the time comes. Yeah. Right. I, question. I've never talked to this person. Um, what what kind of result are they looking for as it relates to investments? Are there is the market their their ticket? Or are they looking for like real estate or other business? Um, so I in in this particular case, uh, there I would not say that it is active pursuit of things outside of their their employment. Okay, right. This is how do I store money? How do I have it earn a reasonable rate, and then. Really, what the, this Mr. Smith has grabbed onto is how do I most efficiently spend money in yeah. a retirement period? Yeah. And by keeping consumption low and yeah. having a way to offset potential increases in tax liability, yeah. he's able to do that. Check out my episode with Jason Sanger. Um, and it was essentially, he's the founder of Wealth Building Cornerstones, and he essentially talks about life insurance and equities. The combination of both can enhance your experience in retirement mm -hmm. and it's really powerful. And so check out, we're going to, we're going to actually be doing more info on that as, yeah. as, as the podcast continues to grow. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, every, every part of, of the investment tab has a specific result that it's after and they're designed yeah. to work in conjunction. So rather than the financial junk drawer, we have, you know, the financial model that is, is working together. Um, we also have a home. And there is a, a small mortgage on the home. Okay. Uh, he, Mr. Smith recently did a refinance. And rather than uh, do a cash out, he was able to just increase his cash flow by reducing his overall monthly payment. And for okay. him, that made more sense. And what's cool is that this is actually allowing him to do some things that he wants and yeah. live the life that he wants. So we've got potential vehicle in the future on yeah. his model, which is an increase in consumption. We've got a couple of overseas trips on his model, which are again, increases in consumption, but this is allowing him to live the life yeah. that he wants to live. And I'm seeing he, his interest rate is less than 3.5%. And that's, that's incredible because what he's able to do is he, by refinancing, he frees up more money. He's able, either able to invest it or put it aside for a future consumption date. And the actual cost of that is very minimal when yeah. you think about that. So that's, that's an example again of efficiency um, and the refinance in that in in that example was an efficiency uh, avenue that freed up money and is going to help him in the future. Yeah, and and then as far as as risk management or or insurance, so this is a portion of the model where we look at okay, if something happens as far as a loss of a job, a death, is Mr. Smith able to continue to have the economic impact that he wants to yeah. on his family? 
and in his case, um, his community of, of his church. Yeah. Right. And the answer in this case is yes. Wow. Which is cool. which is great. Um, so so moving right along from there, we essentially are able to ascertain that there is a balance in yep. his financial model. And what this means essentially, and we're, we show this to our unlimited members in a two-line graph. There's a red line and there's a green line. Yeah. Okay. And what's awesome is in two lines, you get to look at a model, right? Which a model is not the future. It is a picture of what could be given the data that we've put yep. into it, right? Yep. And it's used to make decisions. And I don't have a crystal ball. Yeah. So, I, so none of this is going to happen. I could make some pretty bad examples of how models can be bad with bad data but we'll just we'll leave the political thoughts behind let's continue <laughs> so so in this case um what's great is we see that the red line covers up the green line and yep. that means that with the data that we have on the model yep. there's a relative balance between what's being consumed and what's being saved or controlled for yep. the long haul yep. and what's great is we can then test this well what if i get I, what if I don't get 5% yeah. as my rate of return up until yeah. retirement? Well, he's good down to 3%. Yeah. Which right? so all which he's got to get is long term. If you're not getting, if you're getting less than 3%, call us, please. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to help you. I, I, I assure you. Um, with that, I, I see some interesting, the model, it looks like in a couple of years, this person's going to be spending additional money. The other thing is, I was on a meeting with you the other day and you were able to model out like a, okay, like let's say in the future we can spend less, we can make more, we can tweak. It was so cool because you're, you're, we're talking about different scenarios Yeah. and it's, and again, the model's not predicting the future. The model is saying, if this data that you've given me is what we think it could be, this is what it looks like. And then we can not just guess, we can actually make more calculated decisions. And so what's interesting is that's what I love about this, but I, I even see it in action because I know just by looking at, at this person's model that there's going to be an increased consumption. Potentially. And, and we've, we've talked about um, marriage. We've talked okay. about kids. We've talked about um, different expenditures. We've also talked about what happens if he does not live his current lifestyle and actually reduces his consumption. Because cool. again, one of the ethics here is giving. So it, it's cool. been fun. Cool. And this is especially valuable for younger people because we don't have a lot of targets to yeah. let us know if we're, we're hitting the mark. Yeah. Is what I'm saving, is what I'm investing in, is what um, I'm, I'm fostering as far as my education or my certifications going to get me the results that I want? And again, this all goes back to that clarity of purpose, clarity of what I want in life. Um, are those things going to allow me to hit the yeah. mark? So like this is a really nice uh, way to reduce anxiety about money and finance. And also, even if this, even if the uh, the balance is off, I think it still reduces anxiety because you at least have an idea of how good or bad it may be. Yeah, right. I like Mo it. most people walk around and they they go, well, I hope this works, even if they're thinking about it at all. Five stars out of five stars. That's uh, well done. If you know who you are, great job. We're proud of you. <laughs> um, and and just some of the things that I I just noticed is like this this person also you skipped over the protection piece, which was good. Like we talked about it, but like this person could lose their job and they could still maintain a balanced model. Yes, which is that is profound because they're they're building a a a moat. A fence around their castle 
And I just think that's, again, it goes back to intentional living and it goes back to good stewardship. So, um, and those, those decisions were based off of want, not need. You don't need to do anything. Yeah. So when, when we go through risk management or insurance, you know, wh whatever you want to call it, when we go through that, the dialogue is, well, how, Mr. Smith, do you want to best protect your income? Yep. I don't want to. Great. Next question. Yep. Or I do, and this is how I'm going to do it. Yep. Or maybe I don't know what you mean. Please explain to me how I protect my income. Yep. I, and again, this goes back to the number one asset mentality. Uh, Again and again and yep. again, it's you are your greatest asset. You are generating the most economic, intrinsic, and return that you'll yep. ever get in your life. I, I just don't know how else to yep. slap that around in people's heads. Like yeah. you are your greatest <laughs> asset. If you're if you're uh, watching this, you might be an advisor. You might be a person that needs help, and you might be someone that is, already has a plan and wants to just make sure that they're on the right track betterwealth.com is a one-stop shop um you can learn more about our x-ray call you can get a clarity call you could get unlimited and talk to jeremy like we just want to be a resource and that's why we put out daily content is we're committed to helping people live more intentionally by using money as a tool also if you're watching this on youtube we're trying to gain our um, subscribers and so if you can share this if you think of someone that needs to hear this um please share and if you're listening to this on Apple's uh, iTunes, scroll all the way down to the bottom and give me a five-star review. I would be forever indebted to you. So anything else that you want to say? Um, no. All right. Not at all. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.